One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's the Keen and Emily Show. It's the Keen and Emily Show. It's the Keen and Emily Show. It's the show that you need to go to. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Keen and Emily show with myself, Mr. Keen Toomey. And myself, Miss Emily Rochford. Episode five. Yeah. Yeah. Back at you with another fun filled episode in lockdown. No place to go. Back again. We'll try to keep you entertained wherever you are, I suppose. We're locked in for another how long, Emily? Two weeks. Uh, is it May eighteenth, I think, is when we're all like, let's go. Session on. No, not really. We're not going to session on. The charts are doing unbelievable at the moment, guys. We hit number two last night. I nearly defecated in my pants with yeah, excitement. Yeah, he woke it. me up. I was asleep. I had to wake her up. I was like, I'm here number two. I was asleep, and he was like, Emily, quick! I thought someone was after dying or something. I didn't know what was going on. And you like, know, we're one number two, and I was like, oh my god, that's actually worth it. It was up. pretty nice. We're in the charts in Latvia, South Africa, Egypt, Latvia. Peru. Japan, big thanks to you. You're absolute superstars. Uh, there's a listener who emailed in all the way from New York City. What's her name, Emily? Danielle Randazzo. Danielle Randazzo. That's a sick ass name, Danielle Randazzo. Danielle Randazzo. Let me get some. Uh, let me get some jelly beans, huh? <laughs> I thought you were going to say pizza or something. Typical <laughs> New Yorker. She said that she loves, loves, loves listening to the podcast, and she's a mammy of an 18 month old twin boys, and she's Ooh. stuck at home trying to keep them from ripping the house apart. Oh, that would be a nightmare, wouldn't um, it? And she loves looking forward to bedtime so she can listen to the podcast in peace. Oh, bless. Some peace and quiet. In your home, oh, when the babies are put to bed, and the babies of, are a washed. Bit of escapism, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. It actually, must be so scary over there right now because, like, New York is one of the busiest cities in the world, and it's now mm-hmm. shut down. So, could you imagine, like, do you know, when we were there, yeah, like, so busy, how busy all it the was. Time. Danielle, we'll try to continue to keep you entertained. Yeah, and uh, send we love to your little babas. Your little babogues. Uh, <laughs> babogue is Irish for baby, so I don't know what what twin is. What's twin? Gaw babogues. Babogue, babogue <laughs> doe. Another email uh, came in especially for Emily. Oh, and this for one comes. Me? Yeah, for you. Little old me. Little old you. This is uh, all the way from Connecticut from Johnny, Whoa. aka Ghost, who wanted Ghost. to uh, firstly Ghost wish. Power. Ghost, yeah. Is this James St. Patrick? <laughs> he wants to wish you a huge happy uh, birthday and oh. wanted to congratulate us on the show. Thank you so much, Thank Johnny, from you, Connecticut. Johnny. He says the podcast has been his religion as of the past four weeks. Oh. His religion. He's been watching videos first before Emily and oh. made her grand appearance as the Irish grandma. You've been watching a long time, Johnny. And yeah, if you're from you Connecticut, you found me early. Because yeah. I was basically it was anyone in my in my housing estate knew who I was. Yeah. So the fact that you're from Connecticut and you know, you sound you like new? you're a you sound like a G. Thanks, Johnny and Danielle, for your emails. Really nice. Really appreciate it. Thanks again for wishing a happy birthday, to Emily. Because no one wished her a happy birthday. You poor thing. I got plenty. Yeah, I know you did. Oh, <laughs> happy birthdays. <laughs> what did we get up during lockdown? Did we do anything other than your birthday? Oh, little lockdown. No, we didn't get much up to much at all during lockdown, so we didn't in the last week. Like it's well, just f- been the same old day in day out, except for the fact that May first was my birthday. For your birthday, yeah, you, we we sat down, we watched movies, we ate. Oh, there was new RuPaul. Oh yeah, we, we were watched thrilled RuPaul. Yeah, RuPaul was pretty yeah, decent. We absolutely. ate ate food and watched yeah. RuPaul. I'm gonna ask. Oh I'm God. gonna I'm gonna interview you now, babe. Going downstairs, right? What was it like when you saw the table full of 
just an arrangement of beauty and caring and love. So if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen my tweet. I put up a little video uh, when I walked down the stairs on my birthday morning. Keen had the kitchen fu- filled with balloons. Sure did. Spent two and a half hours blowing up balloons last night. the cutest thing I've ever seen in my lifetime. So I, I was up all night just fucking blowing up balloons and the dogs were looking did at me. Did you have fun though? No. Oh. I had like two asthmatic attacks. I don't even have asthma. <laughs> Um, your mum then your mum posted a lovely letter uh, card to you and didn't the fucking thing wasn't it open yes so my mum posted uh, my birthday card down to me and she was smart enough to not put money in the card go on Lindy Um, Lindy's a smart old lady so the card arrives um, and Keen was like Emily did you see your card open and I was like excuse me Emily did you open that card babe it seems to be open and uh, I was like no obviously not and the thing was slit open someone in the if it got pushed yeah someone well we can't say that but well, who Someone. else was it? Well, the post box. Yeah, true. It was either the post box, your mum, or the postman. So, <laughs> well, anyway, someone <laughs> opened the card and thought they were going to get a few books, and they got and a little left down when they were all. all they were left with was a really heartfelt birthday message. <laughs> Happy birthday, Emily, from mom. <laughs> it was a bit different though from other birthdays because obviously we used to, we we have sessions sessions. Yeah, a little party. We have little parties with friends. Get dressed and up, have an old dance in we your kitchen or whatever. My sister, in fairness to her, shout out Rebecca. Shout out, big shout out Rebecca. Big shout out Rebecca. Wow. There was a knock on the door and I was like, who the fuck is that? Opened the door and there was a cake in a box on the floor. Yeah. And I was like, how the hell did you get here? A bag full of goodies as well. She must have walked all the way here. She doesn't drive. (laughs) Was it your worst birthday, babe? Nah, you can't Don't really say have this, a I, bad, well, I suppose you can't have a bad birthday, but like, I'm just going to look at it. Judge based off gifts, just gifts. Oh, no, it was one of the best ones for yes! gifts. definitely. Because I got you an amethyst crystal as well. You did. Very that healing. You did, yes. I put it on my forehead and I feel like I'm being like really Keen had a headache the other day. He was like, I'm just going to put these crystals all over yeah, my head Yeah, she's like, do you want two paracetamol? I'm like, nah, I want two amethyst rocks on my temples. And it actually worked. It was brilliant. Worked wonders. Despite being locked in, we made it the most. I think we had a great time. Yeah, we did. And I, I hope it did well. And you it's, did so it's well. It's because I just like making your day special. And thanks to everyone for the birthday messages after I put up my post with my big two five balloons. I got a few messages from people saying happy birthday and stuff. So thank oh, you so much. Bless them. <laughs> I was out buying stuff in the shop for Emily's birthday and there was two women in the queue behind me and they were giving out stink about their partners Ooh. oh my god like the, the lockdown's causing a shitstorm for couples mm-hmm. they're going stir crazy yeah. Yeah. and they were giving it socks <laughs> bitching about their husbands there were ones like Johnny's out the front now with his shitty fucking new barbecue he bought down in Handley's for 50% off oh, he's out there Lord. burning burgers all day not doing a tapper in the house, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, and sure, I'm looking out the back. Like, we live in an estate, so we have we were families everywhere. There are families absolutely everywhere. And yeah. you can see all of the dads out the just back garden. Pl- yeah, just going batshit crazy. They're, like, throwing footballs, blowing bubbles. Badminton. We had bubbles out we our see, back garden the other day. There's a dad up the road, he's just blowing bubbles for his kids. Like, it's cute. For the whole afternoon. And then... <laughs> you know he's slowly losing Then, he, then he's concreting his walls. It's yeah. just gas. It's so funny. We're, um, we're fine, though. Like yeah, we're we, good. We're doing well. Like, But that's because when we used to live in your mum's house, we lived in such a small box room for so long that... We appreciate we, yeah, shit now. We, we we've came been a long way. We've been over... See, the problem is, like, with, cu- with couples, you kind of know each other and you don't live together for ages. Yeah. With me and you, you moved into my mum's house after, like, a month of knowing Whoops. you. And, and And we've been together every day since. Yeah, we have. Since. Yeah. Like, every fucking yeah. day. Like, except, like, the days where it was, like, you had to go for work or something. That's, like, like, 1,800 days or something, isn't it? 
But you know what? You did say at the start of um, one of the podcasts that we're the PG Bonnie and Clay. PG Bonnie and Clay. We don't be robbing <laughs> banks. We be robbing your hearts. <laughs> Obviously having a whole home to yourself mm-hmm. in comparison to living in my box one room in my mom's house. Yeah. We went mental. So we've been over that hump already. We've, me and Emily have been quarantined the last four, five years together. Yeah, pretty we're much. We're used to this. We're professional quarantiners. Pro, Pro quarantiners. quarantiners. Yeah. <laughs> in sync. You know, when you moved in with me, mm-hmm. like obviously when you have bad habits, it really brushes shines, off on the other person. It really shines light mm-hmm. on who the person really is. Do I have any bad? <laughs> I don't like your eyes. Mm. <laughs> I don't like coping your eyes again. Well, you're not that bad, I suppose. Other than um, <laughs> I, you're poo not with, that I poo bad. with the door open. That's you, a bad He habit. always poos with the door open. I'm like, the, the least open. you can do is put on the fan. <laughs> um, you leave your dirty socks on the floor. Ooh, I have you... one. I have one. What? You never fucking take the tea bags out of the sink. Oh, I don't. I'm a bitch for that. Yeah, you're a nightmare for it. And then I put my hand into it and it feels like fucking a cold, wet ball soggy. sacks <laughs> in the thing. I was going to say a And you drink wet, way soggy. too much tea. Like, I don't have tea. I have my cup of coffee in the morning. Whereas you're throughout the day. I know yeah. I'm, I'm the unpopular opinion here because I have so many friends that drink like 11 cups of tea a day. Mm-hmm. You do. But they don't All put the fucking tea bags in the so sink. so much tea. Yeah, but they don't put the tea bags in the sink. Hugh Samuel, Hugh Samuel used to actually the prick. <laughs> Hugh, if you're listening to this, I remember all the tea bags you put in my fucking sink. <laughs> you bastard. You're not welcome to my house anymore. <laughs> uh, five years later, huh? Still years. quarantined together by law now. Yeah. And we're doing well. We're doing very well. Can I make you a cup of tea? Of course you can make me a cup of tea. And I I would love if you made me a cup of tea. And I won't put it into the sink. Thank you. Like you do. You scumbag. Hello. 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 Oh, she's here. Hello. How are we, chicken? Can you hear me? I can hear you. How's it going? Good, how are you? Grant. Oh, you know what happens when you hear this music? <laughs> what? It's the Emily and Emily segment. It's not really music, though. You're just singing. So I thought that we, I thought it was captivating. No, definitely right, not. right. The Emily and Emily part. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God! Hi, birthday girl. Oh my God! Hi, babe. Happy belated birthday. Thanks so much. You had a lovely day, did you? I had a lovely day. To our lovely listeners who have been listening for the last while, you noticed last week that Emily's birthday was there and that I had a super, super, super important gift for her. (laughs) It was a recycled bra cup and daisy art piece. Art piece that you made all by yourself. Did you like it? I loved it so much. Thanks. I um, I know that the the daisies were in my room. Yeah, but the daisies (laughs) welted on it. Oh yeah, they kind of died. Yeah, they that's died, okay. That's yeah. okay. So, and the bras are still a bit musty. But it was grand. She should be really, really appreciative of it. So grateful. You don't sound grateful. I am so grateful for your gifts and your presence, Emily. You Come here, just because just... you say a longer sentence doesn't make you sound more grateful, do you hear me? How did you spend your birthday? I was spend... it boring? Yeah, it was boring, but it was nice. So what did he get good. you? I saw you got loads of lollipops. I got a big chubby chub pack of lollies. Like, how do I even explain it's it? Like a tower or something. Yeah, it was it a was tower of lollies. The ones that you see in the shop. It was amazing. What else did I get? Um, you got a basketball. Oh, a shiny ass basketball. Um, if you guys don't know, I played basketball all my life. Um, yeah. In school, I was like my team captain and stuff like that. Not, no, Jesus, um... blow your own fucking trumpet <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, 
was the team captain and um, I always had a huge, huge love for basketball and Kean got me a sick-ass Chinatown market basketball smiley and it's spoiled just bitch. the coolest thing of yeah. all time. So I'm so thrilled with that. Yeah, you're spoiled rotten. I remember there was a time where I was with one of my XBFs and she gave me fucking batteries. Batteries? Yeah. yeah for As a present? Yeah. She said, now you can put them batteries into your dildo and go fuck yourself. That's what she said to me. And that was my birthday. Oh my God. That is not nice. <laughs> Don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. I'm not crying. You've tears it's though. A, it's a nasal thing. It's... Oh. Okay. <clears throat> oh, stupid bitch. She deserved it at the end though because then she, when she gave me that thing and we went out, I got fucking pissed. <laughs> I had so many sour martinis and the amount of sour martinis I had made me sour as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Karen, remember we were drinking in the pub and she said something nasty to me and I was like, do you know what, Karen? Do you want to go outside there? I'll make you a rollie because Karen smokes a rollie. She doesn't smoke oh, does cigarettes. Oh. So we, uh, I went out and made her a rollie and then I dragged her down the fucking smoking area. Mm-hmm. All, the, all, the, all the security guards were like, oh, go on, Emily. Because they knew that she gave me a shit gift. Oh, okay, I get you. Did you hear actually, I know this is a bit off topic, but rollies are now banned in Ireland. Yeah, thank God that they're doing that, the stupid idiots. All these little 18-year-old twats running mm. around smelling like tobacco and phlegm. Horrible little bastards spitting at the bus stop. I'd be sitting there at the bus stop with my Louboutins, with my lovely red sole Louboutins trying to wait for the bus and I'd be standing on little bastards' phlegm. Who wears Louboutins going on the bus? Me. Are you that extra? Yeah. Why don't like, you, like, if no, you have like, Louboutins, no, no, no. that means you're not broke, like, no, you're getting bus. No, no, it means that I'm ethical, babe. Oh, it's like, I could get a private, I could get Finbar to drive me in, in my Bentley. Who the F is Finbar? My driver, you met him. But I'd rather go on the 214. Oh, would you? Yeah. Into town. Yeah, bus airing it in. Half, please. I still, I still go into ask for a half. Well, you get, you get away with it as a child. Yeah. You get away with a child fair. Yeah, they don't question it. They don't even question the beard. No, I'm like, half, please. They're like, you don't look like a child. I'm like, you don't look like a sane person. And then they just give me the half. It's grand. I do it all the time. <laughs> Come here, I have a question for you. Tell me. Ask me. What's the story with Kian? In what way? What I, do you mean? What's your fingers story? are still naked. Sorry? Your fingers are still oh. naked. <laughs> your index finger doesn't have a nice shiny bit of gold or silver on it. doesn't have a diamond on it. No, doesn't, doesn't have a diamond. He if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. He, he obviously doesn't that. like it then. He obviously doesn't hear about it. He doesn't listen to Beyonce, does he? He obviously doesn't like it that much. Doesn't like no, that. No, i joking. Um, the time will come when the time is right, Ems. You've yeah. got to just wait, you know. There is no point in forcing and rushing something. When it's meant to happen, it will happen. So I'm when gonna, a ring comes, it will come. I'm going to break the fourth wall here, yeah? Okay. <laughs> You know, the way that, they, you know, Emily is like just keen. Uh. You know, you're still sitting here with me. Uh. Keen, not uh. Emily. Uh. Technically, you know, what if I was to propose to you as Emily? No, I don't want that at all. I think it'd be really I sweet. So we make a nice Emily video. I just don't want that at all. No, think like, get like a little no. uh, something from McDonald's, like the sweet curry <laughs> dip or the bar, the Big Mac dip, and I can put the ring into the dip. And no. I'd be like, oh, open that, babe, and dip the dip. Dip your veggie nugget into the dip and then you'll dip it in and you'll be like, oh, there's a diamond in my veggie nugget. I'd be like, oh my God, are you marrying me? I'd be like, will you marry me, bitch? I think it'd be really romantic. No, I really, really... What the fuck is this? Beeping. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, that's someone paging me. Oh, do you know what that was, actually? What? Oh, that was my sugar daddy. Your sugar daddy? Peter. Peter, your sugar daddy. Yeah, he's looking for me to come over and watch Lord of the Rings with him. How old is he? Right, that's 79. Oh my God, Emily. What? 
I hope you're not having... I would my fucking hole. The thing looks like a fucking pickled onion. How do you know my what it looks ho- like? What? what? How do you know what it looks like? Because it's on his CV. His CV? Yeah. He has a willy section. Weirdo. But anyway, I'll talk to you later. He's got a fat ass bank account. Ooh. I'll talk to you soon, baby. Enjoy your date. Oh, bye, boy fans. Don't forget to listen to the Keen and Emily show every week, all right? Emily, it's fine. Just go. Just no, leave. No, but I was told to do that. Were you? Yeah. Okay, well, just go. Keen! What? Come here! Why? Come here! What? Did you make her tea? I did. Make your tea there. Thank you. Oh. Welcome back. Stink of shit here again. Does she ever wash her ass? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. You know what happens when you hear this sound? Serial ah! killer sessions with Emily. Ooh. Welcome to Emily's Spooky Serial Killer Sessions, where I bring you stories about weird, baffling and obscure crimes from all around the world. Who do we have this week? Who's this our little... week, the story comes all the way from a Malaysia. 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 Okay. With a former pop star who turned into a witch doctor, who then turned into a murderer. What? A, a pop star? Pop star to witch doctor. What, she was famous as fuck? Serial killer. Oh, no way. Go on. Belt it out. Who is it? Okay, her name is Mona Fandi and she was born in 1956 in Malaysia and had a short-lived career as a pop star after she achieved national success with her Kyu Niankin Lagu Ini in 1987. That sounds so hard. I most definitely butchered that word, that name, whatever, but yeah. Isn't that Malaysian for I sing this song? How? I speak Malaysian. Do you? Ini. That was so good. Uh, Her stint as a pop star didn't take off, but she did sponsor her own album titled Diana and made a few TV appearances. She sponsored her own title. So how do you sponsor your own album? Because no one else would fucking sponsor it. What, you mean like you paid for everything yourself? They were all like, uh, this one's going to be a serial killer eventually. I'm not sponsoring her. No, doubtful. 
After a failed attempt as a pop star, she then turned to the dark side and began witchcraft, which is now known as a shaman. Shaman is a person regarded as having access to and influence in the world of good and evil spirits. All right, so she was a fucking con artist. <laughs> is what she was. It's like I can go uh, out the park there and be like, oh, I can see dead people. <laughs> it's like that movie. Um, what was that? The, the one where Bruce Willis She's dies. Like, I see dead people. I see dead people. She seemed to be more successful with this and was working with a lot of people from upper class society, politicians and the likes. She was getting up there, baby. She was only surrounding herself with What was she doing witchcraft on a politician hmm? What was she doing witchcraft on a politician for? Exactly. She was going to help them, baby. Can you make my politician sign glow smoke? <laughs> <laughs> During this time, Mona worked with her husband, Mohammed and their assistant Jeremy. Okay. Jeremy anyway, a sketchy little fella. Some politicians went to her for help with their political careers. In July of nineteen ninety three, a state assembly man asked for her assistance. He worked for the ruling party the UMNO at the time in Malaysia. So I actually don't oh. know what the UMNO me- means. The United uh, Malaysian National Office. Oh look at you go. I, I made it up babe, I probably no isn't way. that. Yeah. <laughs> I believed you. I believed you. Uh, Mona and her husband promised to help the politician, stating he would be invincible once he paid her 2.5 million Malaysian ringgit, ah. which is today the equivalent of 500 grand oh my in God. euro. Half a million euro. Mop, mop. Come here, if he's paying half a million, like that must be like obviously worth it. His first appointment with Mona would be his one and only. When he arrived, he was told to lay down on the floor and Mona would place flowers on him to clean him. She told him close to his eyes to wait for the money to fall from the sky. Her assistant, Jeremy, using... Why no? Hold on, sorry. That took me a second there, no. That's weird. She put him on the floor and put a flower thing on him and then closed her eyes. She placed flowers on them to cleanse them. And then close your eyes and money will fall from the from sky. From the sky, exactly. Her assistant Jeremy, using an axe, chopped Maslin's head off. They what? cut and skinned his body into 18 pieces, burying them in a storeroom near her house. Her assistant. Go on, Jeremy, the assistant. Is that not the best assistant ever? Like, well, usually like, assistants have to go get someone coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking... He had that guy. Cutting him into skin. They cut him into 18, 18 pieces. pieces. Yes. Why 18? That's very specific. Know, yeah. That is actually, isn't it? Two arms, two legs. A torso, a head. What, the ears were separate? The fingers? Maybe cut off his nose. Mona, you fucking nutjob. And Jeremy. And Jeremy, yeah. The politician was reported missing soon after this murder. Mona, on the other hand, was out on a shopping spree, living her best life. She was having the time of her life. She bought a Mercedes Benz and she was treating herself to a motherfucking facelift. A woman after my own heart, huh? (laughs) Facelift and a mark. Yeah, facelift. Is she for real? No wonder. She was like, 500 grand, gonna get the work I want done to my face. Some new boobies, maybe. Some new bags, new car. Oh, yeah. And she just killed your man. Days after Maslin's disappearance and death, his body was found. Mona, her husband and their assistant were all arrested. This sparked national interest and highly publicised trial. All three were found guilty of murder and sentenced to death by hanging. Oh, boom, fuck. Boom, boom. That's a grim way like, to that's go, that's hard, yeah. yeah. But, like, then again, not like, as grim as... what do you expect? Throwing flowers on someone's head and then cutting them into cutting 18 pieces. Off. Like, you're hardly going to be going out. Like, you think you're not going to get caught. Like, you're bound to get caught at some stage. During the trial, Mona dressed to the nines in brightly coloured clothing. She appeared cheerful and smiled when posing for the press. God. She was obviously loving life. She's like, a celebrity. Like, yeah, yeah, she was yeah, loving yeah, yeah. life that she was just in She's probably like, when music again, doesn't work. The next to best thing to getting famous. Do you think she did high profile to get famous? 
famous. Like she could have killed innocent people that didn't have profile. Yeah, true. Like though. did she do it? Well, no, she only wanted cash all of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you know? So money hangs around money, doesn't it? It does. Mm. It's also believed she'd made comments to the crowd saying, "Looks like I have many fans." Oh my, you're oh my psycho. god! Oh my god! Mona girl, you don't have any fans. You, you, you got <laughs> you know no that fans. meme that went. Yeah, you got no fans. Bring him out. Where's he gone? You got no fans. You got no fans. The accused didn't accept their fate, and all three made an appeal to the federal court. Like, how could they not? Accept that you're going to die. Like you killed someone and you took 500 grand. Because she was probably like, we're not going to die. The year is now 1999 and the court dismissed their appeals. They were sentenced to death. Ah. Still not accepting the consequences of their dirty doings. They all sought a pardon from the pardons board of Pahang. Yet again, they were sent to the gallows. There's a pardon board. A pardon board. Where are you going? Pardon me there now. Pardon me. um, Can I get a pardon? I need some help. I actually wouldn't mind a pardon. <laughs> in 2001, Mona and her husband and assistant were finally hanged. It said they were showed no remorse before their execution. Apparently before the death, Mona is reported to have been smiling and calmly stated, I will never die. Well, do you know what, Mona? Freak I fucking week. news for you, girl. You died. <laughs> <laughs> you died straight after you said that, girl. Oh, no. What a nut job. Yeah. So, right, just in a nutshell, no, babe, right? She started off as a singer superstar in Malaysia. Uh-huh. Got super famous. Yes. Then fucked it all up. She Went like, to witchcraft. Oh, can't sing anymore. Got a lot of politicians to pay her half a million euro. Mm-hmm. Put a flower on their heads. And then fucking beheaded her. Or With beheaded them. the help them. of their assistant and her husband. What a mad bitch. And she got a facelift out of it. Do you know what? But then, like, what was the facelift all for? All for nothing, girl, because you're in the ground. Yeah, she wanted to look pretty in the gallows. That's mad she thought she was a celebrity. She was obviously super cocky. She was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to die. I'm a witch. (laughs) Legends don't die. We received an interesting email from a listener and also my friend as well, Joe Charman, on a previous serial killer we discussed on the show, John Wayne Gacy, also known as who, Emily? Pogo the Clown. Pogo the Clown. <laughs> that was my clown that impression. That was a great impression. After being convicted of gruesome murders, Pogo the Clown used to paint when he was in mm. prison. And ironically enough, I commented on how his artwork could be potentially worth lots of money. Yeah. Just because, well, one, he's dead now. Yeah. And two... It's, he's, known. he's a serial killer yeah. that dressed as a clown that killed like 28 boys or something so uh, Joe proved me right apparently there's auctions online where there's people that are buying his artwork signed photos of him dressed as Pogo the Clown and there's even handwritten letters weird they're pretty pricey though some prices start like at 200 and some go up to five, uh, five grand stop the lights um, now the artwork was originally sent to pen pals from prison and later put up for auction. Uh, in one auction, some of the artwork was purchased and destroyed in a bonfire attempted, attended by 300 people, which included some of the family members of Gacy's victims. Aww. That's kind of nice, though. It's a little bit of justice for him. It's like, just, oh, fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, but what it was was artwork. I know, you're just burning day, art. Like, but it kind of, yeah. you know, it's the principle. It kind of signifies yeah, something, like isn't it? A big F you, brother. A big fuck you. To big the, F you, Pogo. The clown that ain't funny. Oh, that's so true. The clown that cried tears. The clown that killed that guy because <laughs> he made him a chip butty roll for breakfast. <laughs> Few saucies and rushers. Thanks, Joe. Love you. Thanks for sending that in. Any listeners who are out there who may have a spooky serial killer story from your hometown, please do email thekeenandemilyshow at gmail.com. What's the email, babe? Thekeenandemilyshow at gmail.com. Ooh. 
ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We hope you're enjoying your flight so far with the Keen and Emily Show Airlines. Uh, prepare yourself for a bit of turbulence as we are in the travel segment where Keen and Emily talk about things that they've done abroad. Okay, we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. Goodbye, folks. This week, we're not flying anywhere. No, we're not. Because uh, we don't, you, you can't fly to Belfast, can you? <laughs> no, I we don't drove, think so, anyway. We drove my mum's car six hours yeah. up north. It was Started grand. Started down the bottom. Started made from it to the, the bottom, top. made it way to the top. So we drove the whole length of the country. It was fun. It took, what, six, yeah, six and a half hours. We yeah, went up. 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 We were there for a thing called The Power of Video. It's run yes. by this guy called Billy. Really, really lovely guy. Uh, he always invites me um, and Emily. And so it's the power like, video is for the people that don't know what the power video is. It's more or less. It's a it's a convention for video, yeah, for video creators, but they specify creators. like they always do like they'll get one person from that field. So like yeah. I was the only like comedy guy. Yeah, and then the other person was Casey Neistat. Poetry, Casey Neistat. Then for like film. Yeah. And then Sully breaks for poetry, and Zach uh, Jerry Rigg. There was loads of people there. It was really fun, mm-hmm. and we stayed up in a place called the Galgorum. Oh, what a beautiful hotel! It has like a five star oh spa in it, and like with like porcelain, porcelain deer just standing around the place. Yes. It's fucking beautiful. Everyone's around in their in their little um, robes. Robes. Yeah. And you to wear white robes. And oh my god. The oh, outdoor yeah. pool. They had the indoor thing. pool. Yeah, and that uh, you, you get a shower and you press where you want it to be so I pressed the Amazon and it gave me like an, uh, an Amazon shower forest and shower and monkey sound yeah. effects it was, and then and th- birds. Th- 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 then the avalanche room oh yeah there was a snowstorm yeah, yeah, room yeah. where you go in and you get balls freezing because of it and apparently that helps <laughs> yeah it helps your uh, circulation and all that good stuff come here yeah. the first day we la- the f- landed the first day we drove there first day the- that we got there to Belfast after we drove up we, we did were- the spa yeah. Very quickly. We're like, have to get this done. Yeah. And then afterwards, we got to do a gin and tonic masterclass. Yeah. With all these like famous, famous. Not really into gin and tonic myself now, but, but I got involved and it was fun. Oh, and we there got was to a grapefruit and honeycomb one. Oh, oh yeah. I'll never forget it. They I literally put lumps of honeycomb in, didn't they? Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. Uh, everyone got like absolutely smashed though. Yeah, we did. People were playing the pianos in the hotel. Like, People were pianos with their thighs. <laughs> like I didn't know that was possible. Uh, and afterwards then, we had our cocktails in our hand. Very fancy. Yeah. What did we do? Sure, didn't we only sit in the back of Alan Sugar's 300,000 euro Rolls Royce Phantom? Oh, so I w- I'm not really into cars. Well, I wasn't into, ca- into I wasn't really into cars before I met Keen and I've began to learn a lot about cars. And then when I seen this Rolls Royce, I was like, what is this thing? Yeah. Why is it so extravagant? It's so cool. It was so um, fancy, wasn't it? So your man gave us like a little tour of the car. And he drove us the up the road. He was only delighted. He was thrilled. He's, like the, he's like the hotel chauffeur. Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. And he was only chuffed to so, bring us out because... Oh, I didn't expect Rolls Royces to be fast. Yeah. And like, it's like you're sitting onto your seat. You're holding on for dear life. We were with, uh, this is weird, Team Canada. They fly drones professionally. Oh, yeah. Like, yes, they, they yes, represent yes. Canada for drone racing. I know, sounds weird. I didn't hear of it before either. Uh, the guy who was there, Gabriel, now flies drones for the National Geographic. Which is insane. Which is just mental. That's so cool. Like. He imitates the flight of a bird, like, with a drone and wow. flies through the Amazon rainforest. That, that is uh, so sick. Like, imagine like what you do for a living. It's like, oh yeah, I, I pretend to be birds using a drone flying through the Amazon rainforest of National Geographic. What about you? What about you? It's like, oh, I do IT. <laughs> we, uh, uh, yeah, so we, we, we were at this drone race. 
basically up in Belfast you have like the Titanic studios so like you know Game of Thrones is shot there all that mm-hmm. all the studios are up there and they have they had this like warehouse that was full of empty movie props and they just turned it just looked like a giant playground yeah and right. they just turned it into a massive drone racing place it was so weird it was so cool Cool. I was, it was not really my kind of thing but then when I got to see when he put the goggles on me from the drones that you could see where it was flying it's to it's like POV yeah so you yeah. can see where the drone is so That's you could fly like a mile up into AF. the air I was like wow Imagine flying up and like seeing a plane. You'd be like, well, I think that's illegal though. Isn't it? Oh, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, and then the reason we were there is I had to do a talk. I didn't have to do a talk. I wanted to you do a talk. You were doing a talk. Uh, in a cathedral. Yes, it was such is... a cool. It was like a 12 hour day. And, you know, every 30 minutes, a new person comes up on stage and they do their talk. And, like, for mm-hmm. a person, someone that actually wanted to go to it, as in, you know, you pay your tickets and go, mm-hmm. like, you would have learned. So. so much. The reason I didn't learn is because when everyone else was talking on stage, I was in the back eating crepes. Oh yeah, there was lots of stuff. We got to make our own ice cream. Great. So we ate everything. Yeah, so you just got asked a few questions up on stage and there was also a few other people on stage with you at the same time. Aaron Craskell. Yeah. Me and Aaron, because we were the Facebook heads. Yeah. We were the Facebook boys. Aaron's got like, what, 7 million? Yeah, about that, I think. Bastard, he overtook me. (laughs) Fucker. I've I've only 5.4. Would you believe? Aaron's on 7. Well done, Aaron. Give me a shout out, please. Um, oh yeah but remember we actually got we got to go on all the electric bikes around Belfast oh my god yeah oh that my was god. really oh fun god. and do you remember story. when you were on the bike and you photobombed someone yeah so the, yeah the, the, the whole event was sponsored by this electric bike company it looked yeah. like the Batmobile or something they were mental so cool. looking things they were called Kush bikes and we drove around the whole of Belfast in them and we got to photobomb like these parkour dudes who were doing like handstands <laughs> yeah. and front flips and the next day someone sent me the picture and it's me in the back smiling on my little You're electric like, bike ah! And uh, there's the guy then doing like a handstand in front of me. It's such a cool photo. It's actually on my Facebook page. If you want to have a look at it, Mr. Pete and Cheer Me. Uh, it was really plug. fun. And then after, I was actually at the drone race. The guy that owns the the, bike. the bikes, he's like a multimillionaire because he told us. I don't have to assume. He told us. It's only fair. You could tell as well with the shirt he was wearing. Very tell fancy. about the shoes. Tell about his shoes, yeah. He was like, all right, Ken, you want a bike? I was like, yeah. That was, a, that was, a, that was supposed Australian. to be Australian, by the way. Um, shout out Mark who gave me the Kush bike I have it Ledge. it's down in my shed and it's fucking class with the event being so packed and you have to be on schedule with when you're going to yeah. these kind of events we didn't actually get to see a lot of Belfast to be yeah. honest so and the Galgorm was like out yeah so it was especially. like bus in bus out bus yeah. in bus out uh, that was hard but would definitely love to go back I'd love to go back to the Galgorms again because that was just the Galgorm. best hotel I've ever seen. get that stayed. bang bang chicken oh my god it was amazing so yeah I'd love to go back to Belfast we'll have to go back there now when everything's all calmed down again we don't even have to hop on a plane we can go in the car and if anyone that actually is from Belfast that is listening, please do email the Keen and Emily Show at gmail.com and give us some recommendations on Belfast because Belfast mm. is so accessible. Like yeah. if there wasn't a ban right now, we could just go, Oh, let's just drive to Belfast. Off we go. Off we go. But we can't do that right now. We didn't get a chance to read out any travel recommendations, but keep them coming anyway, do. lads, and we'll read out one next week. Make sure you email the Keen and Emily Show. At gmail.com. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Episode 5 was a bundle of joy. Bundle Thank of you. fun. Bundle like of us. fun. 
thank you so much for listening we hope that you enjoyed it we hope that you're keeping safe and well during this weird weird time and this weird lockdown keep yourself safe keep yourself safe cough into your elbow and ship the door closed (laughs) don't forget to subscribe to us on Acast Spotify and Apple Podcasts and if you haven't already please do follow us on our social medias Mr. Keen Toomey and Miss Emily Rochford we'll be back next week next Wednesday for a brand new episode see you then dudes talk to you soon guys Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.